0: host Ralph Malvro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
1: All right, welcome to Saints Happy Hour podcast. As always, we're sponsored by you, the fans. You got your first episode of Drunk History uh, this month. You're gonna have another one next month. The career of Pat Swilling. Uh, I got a couple of great topics tweeted at me for questions uh, that are possible uh, episodes of Drunk History. Just amazing. Like Andrew, the dirtiest Saints player ever. That could be fun. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, we got we got we got more coming for you. Uh, so, but donate if you want to donate. So, uh, happy. Uh, when when
2: is Kevin? When is Kevin recording his?
1: Uh, soon. We gotta come up with the top. <laughs> we gotta come up with. The, we gotta come up with the topics. We got your topics. Uh, Kevin, of course, is off hiking the Andes or whatever the fuck he's doing. Uh, so happy free agent Eve, gentlemen. It's not. It's kind of started, but not really. Uh, so I,
0: don't you guys feel like last year they were like announcing a bunch of signings I felt
1: like, yeah i felt like they they, they had like they had like real momentum this morning like the saints reached out they're serious about jimmy graham they're serious about butler and i was like oh shit stuff's gonna happen today like we're gonna get some breaking news and it just kind of died and like nothing like no real big deal is happening they had
0: but don't you guys remember last year they were like they were not only saying that like come wednesday this team will sign this guy but yeah. they were like Disclosing financial, terms. yeah, like deals. it was,
1: it was crazy. Like the media
0: was leaking deals that were going to happen like two days later. I just don't yep. understand. Like the NFL must have cracked down on that. Uh, they must have maybe told agents, like, look, you can't be telling people this stuff until it's official. Yeah, I just wonder, but, I, if-
1: but then again, I but I get, but you know what, that's a good point because I never, I didn't see any free agent n- numbers, agreements, or, or anything at all. You, you, I saw teams, like, announce.
0: Not one thing was reported of a player sign that, that was going to sign with a team.
1: Yeah, it was all re-signing. Like,
0: those yeah. were
1: the only numbers. Like, the Baltimore guy re-signed.
0: re-signed re-signing is legal. Yeah. But, like, this, what this, I'm this. saying is they, they weren't even, like, Rappaport and Schefter, they weren't even, like, this team is the favorite to sign this guy.
1: yeah. Boring they're too
2: busy they're, they're too busy covering all the Browns moves that they're making. Boring, and, boring <laughs>
1: as fuck. I want numbers and I want agreements. God damn it. That's yeah, what I Browns want. The
2: Browns are just blowing everything up.
0: <laughs> I just I just hate this time of year. I really thought that like not blogging anymore I could like you know, rid myself of the chains that bind me, but uh, I I just like can't do any work this time of year i feel like i'm like refreshing my twitter feed, like every 15 seconds like like panic that something's gonna happen and i'm gonna, you're gonna and miss I'm gonna be it. A meeting. Got... yeah yeah <laughs> Like i can't even <laughs> focus on work i was why in. Do,
2: a, why, do, why do you need to know the second it happens if I, don't know. It? So you I don't know i don't know dave
0: it's a sickness man
1: i i was in a meeting when jimmy graham got traded and my phone went but fucking nana's <laughs> And was fucking vibrating on the table, and people were like, "Do you need to take that?" I'm like, "No, no, it's fine." And uh, and then I got out of the meeting, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Uh, so I was thinking before me and Dave were talking before the show. Thank God the Saints went 11 and five this past year because this whole Drew Brees saga, Andrew, would be a Billion times fucking worse if the Saints had gone seven and nine again and not eleven and five and won a playoff game. Like I can't, I I could, I'd have to take PTO this week. Like it would be unbearable.
0: (laughs) Yeah, agreed. I mean, I don't have have anything to add to that.
1: I mean, Atlanta fans are they're just, I mean, they're just kind of poking. Because of Minnesota, but they know because the Saints went eleven and five, and you can argue that there's no better. I mean, Drew Brees, I guess he could go for more money, or whatever. But there's no team that's a better situation than what the Saints have. I really believe that. Like Minnesota beat the Saints, but that isn't like that much better of a fucking situation than the Saints or even equal, maybe you know. No,
0: know. To, I mean, they have better receivers. Their line is decent, and their defense is much better.
1: Yeah, but he'd have to learn a whole. He'd have to learn a whole new playbook. Their best running back is injured, coming off of ACL tear. Like, I mean, it's lateral, but it's not like, yeah, it's way better, you know. Whereas if the Saints yeah. were just fucking six and ten, you'd be like, oh
0: jeez. The Saints are also on the rise. I'm not sure Minnesota is. Like, the, some of their defenders are. Well, they're young. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's the draft class, but I just feel like the Saints are more ascending.
1: So, so Dave. Of course, I believe in my heart that as soon as we finish this podcast, I edit it, and while it's uploading to Podbeam, Ed Werder, who is uh, quietly one of the go-to sources for breaking Drew Brees news, he's going to break that shit that he signs a two-year deal as the podcast is getting uploaded. But if that doesn't happen, and it's not done tomorrow, when do you start to go, fuck, this needs to get done? for really
0: reals like do do we so i last time i said this i'm gonna let dave speak i promise but i just want (laughs) to i want to set up i want to set up his response But, but but uh last time we did this you guys remember we were panicking and i remember all of us kind of being like you know what god damn it like I really wish we had just trusted Loomis, <laughs> and he always gets it done, and he waits till the last second, and that's how he rolls, and we should have just known and not gotten all stressed out. So thus far, I'm staying true to it. And so what I want to know from Dave is, like, Dave, are you going to, like, hold strong till 3.59 on Wednesday? Like, are, are you going to wait to panic until it's too late, basically, this time? Or well, is, am, is there is I'm, there an hour or a minute where you – Okay, holy shit, this is bad.
2: I mean, I'm I'm currently laying in bed with my hands behind my head in a very relaxed position. That's um, awkward. I, <laughs> only if you make it, Ralph. Um, I, I, this this is all much ado about nothing. This is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, everything we've heard, um, rumors, is that they are like so so close. Um, so, Ralph. I mean, I I, I think you're. You're way closer to the truth when you say uh, news is going to break as you're uploading the podcast tonight. <laughs> That's how it goes, uh, man. The only because... the only news
1: we've ever broken on this podcast that while it while we were doing the podcast it broke was Jarius Bird, and that was ended fucking horribly. So we really don't want it to happen during the podcast. We want it to happen after, because that means well, good things. I think. All right, but look. this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for
2: the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring,
0: the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all.
1: Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions
0: apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, my question, you're not answering my question.
2: I right am there. getting so there. I, I am 42 getting hours. there. Young grasshopper, relax. <laughs> uh so I, I personally think that it will happen probably by tomorrow before we even get to the deadline. Now I I won't even begin to panic until I'm going to say Friday. I, I I I could I could even go a few days into oh, shit. free agency. Yeah, but that
0: that's when we get the dead money. Yeah. Oh well,
2: when, that, when? that's when
0: we that's when we get whacked with 18 million worth of dead money.
2: Yeah, it's got and then we got addition sign to his on new top contract. Of right. Yeah. Uh well, so wait, does that so, does that take place at the start at, at the start of well, the league year?
0: So right. yes, yeah, so we need it, we need oh. to sign him by Wednesday at 4 in right. order to punt the cap hit for, you know, his phantom years down the road. Yeah, well then
2: it's definitely happening before then. It's gonna. Because there's there's well, no right, way that, right. there's no way the Saints we're, are gonna eat
0: that. When we're, you- we're we're all in agreement that it's obviously gonna happen. I mean, I wouldn't. I again, wouldn't. Again, be- my question to you, Dave, is at what point? Like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, are you holding your poker face at 3:59 on Wednesday? Like, no, we're good. Or is is there a minute and an hour where well, you just start because to sweat? just
2: because. It, there there may be a delay i am only going to say no I, I i still won't be freaking out because there may be a delay in, in the moment the moment that we you know about the, it the public find out about it and when it's actually happened
1: that's true i mean the only thing the only so thing dave,
0: so just so i understand dave you're going to get done it's going you to will, get done. you will, you will not panic until it's too late
1: correct
2: this is this is this there's there's no reason to even be. You don't even need to be thinking about panicking. This is fucking happening. <laughs> I'm not. This is like this I, is like so ridiculous.
1: I've not. All right, I've All not. right Ralph. What about you? I I'm, and it's going to
2: be two years, forty million.
1: I have not prepared myself emotionally for even the concept of Drew Brees not playing for the Saints. So if that shit would ha- if that shit goes down, I'm just going to be a wreck. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Uh
0: but I at mean, what point? Again, I ask you, what it, hour <laughs> and minute on Wednesday? Like, I, if if the whole, are you starting to sweat at all? If you go to bed tomorrow night, no, I'm not done.
1: I, I'll tell you what, Andrew. I'll be nervous if it gets to three o'clock on Wednesday. And the so, Sa- if they have and, and an with,
0: hour left,
1: if they have an hour left and the Saints don't have any. No news at all. Like if the Saint if if it comes out Wednesday at like noon that the Saints have agreed to terms with Jimmy Graham and I still haven't heard about Breeze, I'm like I'm not worried at all because I'm like Jimmy Graham is not fucking coming to the Saints. If they're like, Well, Drew Breeze, it might not get done, Jimmy, but we got Taysom Hill. I mean, he's better than Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Taysom Hill, he's a Mormon and he's a good guy and he could play he could play on special teams. Aaron Rodgers, all that guy'll get you is a state farm commercial. I mean, so if they make it, it moves for like Jimmy, it Graham. might have
2: already. It might have. It might have already happened, and they're just waiting yeah. to even leak it because totally they, possible. Because the Saints media team is putting together cool, you know, videos saying Drew Brees and how yeah. he's retiring here and, as a Saint in I two still... years. and... And and getting there, you know, they're getting ready for the media blitz.
1: And I still think there's a possibility that, that what Andrew had talked about last week a little is like the Saints have laid out all different options for Drew Brees, and it depends on: do we get Graham? Do we add Wilkerson? Do we go get hashtag System Corner? Like, and and they they try to get those deals in place, and then they say Brees, we need to to do. Option C because we need to, we need the cap room or whatever. Um, so I, I just I, 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 but I Andrew, do your answer if it's three o'clock and the Saints haven't done any okay, other so, moves and it's so, not so
0: done. if there's an hour left, Ralph, you're panicking and Dave, you're not panicking until it's too late. <laughs> Correct. I think I think I'm gonna lean towards Dave on this one. I, I just think I refuse to like even I know we're talking about it, but I refuse to get worried. Like, I, I promised myself you last time with the Breeze deal that, like, I would never f- freak out about this again. And I just feel like too many hints have been dropped by Loomis and Breeze. So, like, I'm admittedly setting myself f- for, at 4-1, if it's like, all right, Breeze is a free agent and any team can sign him, and the Saints have an $18 million cap hit, I like, am f- setting myself for, like, a visceral... Uh, unexpected, just like explosive reaction to that. Well,
1: here's a, here's another thing that I, I I say I'll be worried. And at three.
0: he just signed.
2: I just checked Twitter. He just signed. Seriously? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking asshole. I was
1: gonna do the breaking news drop. Um, but here's a, here's another reason why I, I say I'll be nervous
0: at three. You, but you, I probably you, you just a darn see- carry a darn carry all us.
1: You did. You did. <laughs>
2: But see, you believed it, and you yeah. know why you believed it because it's gonna fucking happen.
1: But here,
0: oh, here
2: totally.
1: here's here's the thing, and this is probably where really, I say I'll be nervous, but I'll probably be in you guys' camp. I just I, I'm not emotionally, I haven't prepared myself mentally for the possibility that it, it could go wrong. Is I saw that Zach Strief press conference today, and they were doing the cutaway to Drew, and Drew was bawling like a little girl. And I was kind of getting – it was kind of getting misty in my office too. I won't lie. Like that press conference of, Drew, of, of Zach Street retiring was phenomenal. And they had all the big players for the Saints there. Drew Brees was there with his wife. How,
2: that, how do that, you people have fucking jobs that you are <laughs> sitting around in the middle of the fucking day watching Zach Street's fucking
1: retirement press conference? Because Dave, Who we the don't, fuck we
2: employs you and
1: how retarded are they? Because my Dave, I how Dave we don't have a T shirt empire to manage. We're just little minions <laughs> on the wheel. That's True. right. <laughs> That's right. You we're not a we're not a we're not a captain of industry like you. You know I'm in
0: sales, Ralph. I mean, uh Dave, so I, I uh I eat what I you know I, I eat what I kill, so you know, it's like <laughs> as, as long as I'm killing a bunch of elephants, you know, it, it's all good. I, I can on, I can watch <laughs> a Zach Street thing during the day.
1: I'm on I'm on salary, so I can do whatever to want. I can do whatever the fuck I want as long as I hit my web numbers every month, and I do. So there you go. Um, but uh, that was a, today. If you didn't watch any of it because you were working, like a good American. Uh, correct yes, like, like a, a good like like a,
2: well, it was right. fin- Um but I mean, I saw—I mean, I saw excerpts of it on Facebook and all that. And I saw Street, you know, getting emotional, and again, also re- a possible reason why we couldn't have heard anything about about Breeze. Maybe they wanted to let Zach Street have his totally. day. Totally. Tomorrow is Drew's day.
1: Totally, I I totally believe that. If that 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 would because because that would just like like if Zach finished up and then Mickey Loomis is like, oh, by the way, Drew, get up here. You know, like, that would I mean, like, it would just, like, totally destroy the Zach Street moment. But it got me to thinking, like, Dave, where does he rank, like, in the best – not necessarily the best Saints of all time, because I'm not sure he's in the top ten or whatever. But, like, for offensive line, I got to say – I think I can make a case that he's the best right tackle in Saints history.
0: Well, yeah. I don't know
2: the, the history uh, as well as you guys do, obviously. I
0: mean, I, I would say – Best right tackle, like, who was the right tackle to Stan Brock? Was that Kevin Haverdink? Yeah. I mean, he was okay. I mean, the the only right tackles I would say that were in the conversation would be Turley and uh, Stinchcomb. Stinchcomb, yeah. Um, Yeah, those two.
2: Neither of them played as long, though. No,
0: neither. They both made the Pro Bowl. Streif never did, right? Yeah. But, I mean, I think you could argue that Streif meant more to the to the team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say Stinchcomb and Turley maybe had better individual seasons, but I would say Streif had a better career. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's a surefire Saints Hall of Famer. I don't know that necessarily he's a Ring of Honor guy, but the length makes it Dave eh, – the length kind of – and they love him. So I'd say – Well, like
0: if you look at the offensive line, like – so Jari Evans, you know, Willie Rofe, Stan Brock. I mean, I, I'm confident saying those three. And Dombrowski, I would say those four are clearly ahead of him. But I I think he's in the conversation for fifth best lineman of all time. Like you got Joel Hilgenberg. Who's in, I'm, I'm just looking at a list here. I mean, Hilgenberg would be in the mix. Carl Nix would be in the mix. But like... I don't know that those guys had like substantially better careers than yeah. Streif. So I, I think Streif is in the conversation. Uh, Jamal Brown maybe is better, but you know five six, what? he's in the conversation.
1: Yeah, he was pretty good. But again, they shipped him out. So
0: yeah, Jamal Brown was you know he was real good, but it was for a short amount of time. Hmm. Um, Bushrod, Bushrod was good.
1: Yeah. But Bushrod was a left tackle, though.
0: He
2: was.
1: Uh, Dave, where do you? Where do you I think... I went to a party Saturday night at a friend's house, and Zach
2: was going to potentially be there, but he didn't show up.
1: He's where do you? Where does he rank on like beloved Saints? I feel like he's pretty high up.
0: By yeah. the play, players or fans?
1: Both oh. either.
0: I don't think he's loved that much by fans. I, I think you guys are like nostalgic in the moment right now. Oh, people! Like you guys He's A big teddy bear. You guys forget how much Saints fans hated him. They want to run for, him off. For, like, I think people in New Orleans... Now, you got to remember, like, Saints... The Saints are an international brand now after they won the Super Bowl and all that. And, like, people that, like, are really clued into the team and, like, know the personalities, obviously those fans are going to love Streif. But, like, I, I just remember from running the blog and, like, the comments I would get on Twitter and Facebook that, like, there was a huge contingency... Of fans of, of Saints fans on Twitter that would annihilate Streif and hate him because he didn't match up well against the speed rush. Oh,
1: dude, speed rushers would own him, and not not necessarily own him, but he 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 had times where he would struggle, and it would be and the thing is, like, he'd have games where like it would be like mediocre or bad speed rushers that could just they could just man, that was his kryptonite, man. Yeah, you
0: know? but like I, I think. So for for fans I would not say he's one of the most beloved, but for within the locker room oh, I'm you you look at old teammates, young players that have only been on the team for a year or two, you know, Michael Thomas came out and said stuff today and I you just look at what all these guys are tweeting, Sterling Moore, guys that play on the other side of the ball and that have only been around him for a year or two and just like you look at what all these players are coming out and saying, current Saints, former Saints. Look who's
1: there today, you know? Yeah,
0: like, to me, that says it all. Like, I just think that guy epitomizes everything you would ever want about a good teammate, and you can just tell. You listen to the coaches talk about him. You listen to him talk about his relationships, and I just think, I mean, I I can't think of many guys that I would say are just – the ideal character in a locker room. I mean, I would put Morstead in that category. I would put Breeze in that category. Um, you know, Fujita, Deuce McAllister. Um, you know, those are guys off the top of my head that I would put on that list, but um, they're few and far between, and, and he's he's up there.
1: Yeah, Dave, this kind of... Cloak- I mean, my
2: thing is, like, he, he lasted through Sean. I mean, you know, he, he was here since Sean Payton got here. And he managed to stay on this team through through all of it, and I, I feel like Sean Payton is not a coach who's going to put up with bullshit, whether it's
1: off the field or on the field.
0: He was the last one, right? Besides, yeah. he
1: closed the book on the 2006 draft now. Yeah, because Streif is to, no more. So for for him for him to still be on this team, um, to run, play at a,
0: everyone except Bruce. right to
2: to to play at a high enough level that you can make the team every year for that many years, and also. You know, to be had to have the the right attitude and, and, and off the field and in the locker room uh, for for the coaching staff to always you know, want to keep you around for all the younger guys. They'd have
1: kept it. Um, I don't think they. I think if he'd have said he wanted to play another year, they'd have kept him and wouldn't have made him take a pay cut at all. <laughs> I re, I think that. I think. Do you, you guys disagree with that? I th- you know.
0: Wait, what, what oh, was your statement? I, I, think I, if, that.
1: If, I think if he would have said, I want to play another year, I think the Saints would have said fine, and they wouldn't have asked him to take a pay cut or anything.
0: Oh, I agree. I agree. I, I, I'm going to say there's like – I mean, I know he's running a brewery now, and I'm sure he's going to get fat and out of shape, but like, <laughs> I, I'm going to leave that there's like a 7% chance that like they call I'll, him back i'll, I'll say, I'll, <laughs> oh say I'll say 17 i'll say 17 i mean he's hanging out in new orleans if something happens to ram and like the backup tackle blows and like breeze is getting killed I, i'm gonna say there's a 17 percent chance i think it's higher, Come back I, sometime i him. think
1: i think it's higher than that i think Sean Payton said zach just 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 stay in decent shape for for till October. Can you do that for me, buddy? <laughs> just, just 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 stay just stay in shape till, till 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 Halloween and then the holidays are hitting and you got to do what you got to yep. do. But
0: You but can drink stay. the beers, but maybe just carve yeah. out a little treadmill yeah. time. Just
1: carve a little just just stay in shape till October and if Ramcheck is healthy and we got a backup just it's cool and then you can just go and just let yourself go, but just stay stay in decent shape till October. Um here's the thing that's funny, Andrew, I just thought of it. If one of us had time traveled back to two thousand six, and would and and, and and the day of the two thousand six draft would have been like this draft. The last person standing is going to be Zach Streif. Would have been like, oh shit, they're moving to San Antonio. This draft is a fucking disaster. <laughs> like,
2: what? What was he? Sixth round?
1: Fifth? Seventh? Round? Round? Seventh?
2: Oh, he was seventh yes. before Colston.
1: Yeah. So I mean, like for, I mean, he's one of the. One of the th- only thirty NFL players that were drafted in the seventh round to play that many games. So, like, what he did is like not—it's so rare, you know. Um, as, as we close the book, as we close the book on Shreve, Dave. What a great dude he—he he is, and the uh, the thing is with him, man. The only—the only thing. I wish he would have caught the touchdown on Halloween against Pittsburgh.
0: No, oh, oh, I know. Got him. He, he was that, saying that in his press conference that uh, like haunts him forever.
1: <laughs> Dude, th-
2: they, uh, the Saints were setting that play up for two years. Yeah. They they had him in
1: as eligible, and they Could were just waiting Payton?
0: waiting for, for the Payton right just moment. Give him another shot at that. Yeah. Come on, Sean.
1: I mean, they had people. He was kind of like for his first. He was like a cult. Hero because for for like three years I mean I saw people in the Dome With like tackle eligible t-shirts Like it was like a running gag You
2: know oh, For two for two years you would hear that in the Dome At least six, seven times a game Yeah Um And of course mean, it, Isn't that what he named his charity after? Wasn't his charity It's like 64 is eligible yeah.
1: And if you slow mo- If you watch the Super Bowl video closely when tracy porter's running down the sideline after he scores they do a shot and it's pierre thomas jumping into Streef's arms as they're just going bananas which is one of my my favorite things from the super bowl video but final question on Streef, andrew ring of honor or no ring of honor on the dome up top
0: uh i mean what's i mean how many players make the ring of honor
1: i mean they do like two a year i mean and they could probably fit like 20
0: no
2: not even
1: i think they only do one a year now yeah. And what
2: the, the, so the three. Max like, how many... There's no max, I don't think. No. I guess the max is how much, how many names they can fit around the dome.
0: Which is what? I mean, <laughs> let's just, like, what, 30? Yeah,
2: yeah like 30. 30 or
0: 40. So, I don't think he's a top 30 all-time saint. But, you know, obviously Mickey Loomis is there, and Sean Payton is there, and, you know, who knows, like... Obviously, they have a lot of influence on who gets picked, you know? And so... I mean, I could see him getting in before they retire or leave the Saints, maybe. But you know, if if it's if they if they leave, and then it's really just about like your accolades as a Saint. Like he's a top thirty Saint, maybe. He's he's not a top twenty Saint. I opinion. think
1: I think he's gonna get there because I think the media has a chunk of that vote in the Ring of Honor, and the media love him. Do they? Yeah, dude. Because he was he was always really open and gave good sound bites and was honest about when the Saints were good and bad. Media loves him. He's been. I think he got voted like best guy in the media like four or five times in his twelve years, maybe more than that. Yeah,
2: he he's always good in the locker room. He he's got a lot of those uh, twenty five dollar gift certificates to Chris for, <laughs> for for being the guy that talks to the media even when you lose.
1: Yeah. So on to free agency. Um, the Saints. Uh, we, we talked about Coleman last week, but, but uh, they brought in Muhammad Wilk- Wilkerson, who has... I don't even know if you call it red flags. I think it's like a blinking red light, Dave. That dude was suspended the last four games of the year because he was late to practice and all kinds of stuff. Um, before we even get into whether you think they should sign him or whatever... Do you think this is sort of like the Saints going away from there? We're going to focus on good character guys. We're not make signing troublemakers anymore. Uh, and does that concern you? Me? Yes, you.
2: Um, I don't know. It doesn't concern me that much. I, I, I think the Saints are going to are sticking with the High character guys. I don't necessarily think that uh, Wilkerson is the perfect fit in their mind. Um, you know, he's visited a lot of teams. So
1: every team, like he's so, yeah, he could, he
2: could <laughs> I, I, just so the fact that he visited the Saints isn't isn't as big of a deal as if you know this was the one visit he made. Um, so I, I don't I don't I don't think the
0: Saints are going to sign him. Andrew. Yeah, I mean the fact that he's visiting so many, I agree. I mean, I think he's he's getting lowballed, and so you know he's having to go to all these places to figure out you know which lowball offer makes more sense. So, you know, Sean Payton's a good salesman, yeah, uh, and he's always been very good at recruiting these guys and convincing them why New Orleans is a good good place for them to be. So, um, I wouldn't. By the way.
1: Jets beat writer tweeted out that his NOLA would be the worst place for him because he has a drinking problem. And then Wilkerson's mom went on New York, New York radio and blasted the beat writer uh, to the moon. Look it up on the Googles. It's phenomenal. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so I don't know, man. Um, it's, uh, I, I think there's a chance.
1: I think there's I think there's a chance too because he's gonna he's getting a one year like six to eight million dollar deal maybe less yeah and the thing is for Wilkerson he needs to pick the right team because if he fucks up again if he does off the field stuff or isn't any good he's not getting another nice contract and he's still young so he potentially can still get another contract so yeah I and mean,
2: that's th- the thing is like if the Saints wanted to take a chance at him I I think you know it's like Fairly like Fairly was coming off of 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 a season where you know he re- he had to prove himself that next year, and you know Wilkerson's in the same situation. So it's good to have those kind of guys. You want those guys. Yeah, and he took and uh, and, and, and
1: um, fairly yeah. came to the Saints, and he took a visit to New England, and then decided to sign with the Saints. So it, it it's it's possible.
0: And uh, Peterson, Adrian Peterson,
1: yeah, last uh, year. Sure. Uh, so uh, it's interesting, but,
0: but you know another thing that's going to be interesting to watch. Um, before four o'clock on Wednesday is uh, the Saints have four restricted free agents Where and the Saints, have to, the Saints have to decide if they're going to tender them to like the the lowest the se- uh, second round level or the first round level um, and there's three guys out there Snead bro and Coleman um, and you know I don't think they would give they definitely wouldn't give a first round tender in, in, to any of these guys um, but you know especially with Snead and bro like do they think about the second round tender? Probably not with Snead after the year he just had. But you know, they could they could risk it. They could roll the dice and let them be free agents. But then they probably lose all three. Um, so that'll I, be. Interesting. I
1: think they're going to tender. Uh, I don't think they're going to. Can't they tender at match but no compensation? Or or it has to be. Yeah, soon?
0: yeah, that's the lowest tender. Yeah.
1: I think they're going to do the lowest tender on. But you
0: could you could sign them for cheaper if. You don't go to the lowest tender. So, in other words, like if you don't feel, I, I think the lowest tender is like a million bucks. So, I think you could sign them for like the league minimum instead. Mm-hmm. But then, but then you're risking that they'd be a free agent and sign elsewhere. And I, I think in Bro, Sneed, and Coleman's case, I mean, they're, they're those guys would make more than the league minimum on an open market. I would think.
1: I think they're going to tender uh, Coleman and Bro. Uh, at the second round level, I think. And I think Snead, they'll let him do whatever he wants.
2: Do we I, really think Bro's making a comeback? I don't, I don't know. I'm not confident. <sighs> Maybe. Bro is a goner to me. He's just a lost. He's...
0: You really think a team would try to poach him if if the Saints just gave him the minimum tender?
1: No, I don't. Yeah, I mean, dude, that 2015 is a
0: long. I mean, I mean, these ago. number these numbers are expensive, though. Actually, I'm looking at it right now, and it's over four million uh, for a first round tender. No, it it's 2.91 <laughs> million for a second round tender, and 1.9 million for the low tender with think, no compensation. So, I've, like, committing basically two million for one year to snee. I mean, to Coleman, it feels worth it because they yeah. they love his blocking, and I just. I think a one-year contract for 1.9 million, like that, Coleman should get that. You know, he's earned that. Um, but Bro and Sneed, man, I don't know, man. I could easily see the Saints feeling like, nah, we'll let them test free agency. Like we'd love them back, but like we don't feel like they're worth a one-year, two million. I think that's yeah. true.
1: I think you, looking at that, I thought it was lower. I, I say, I say Coleman gets it, and the other two don't. And Saints Twitter fucking has a conniption fit. Yeah, cause they, cause I still, they, I still
0: think there's still, a chance that Bro would resign even if he wasn't. Tender. And I
1: think because for, in, in, for a lot of people on Saints Twitter, it's always 2015 with Bro. Uh, and a lot of Saints Twitter just hates Coleman for whatever reason. I don't – they just – I guess they just don't pay attention to games or whatever. But, like, Coleman is a, is a really good guy to have on your roster. I'm not saying I want him starting or having to be a main guy, but he's a really good – He's a really good contributor, and the Saints really like him. Um, but Dave, uh, well, the
2: Saints aren't that deep at wide receiver that they can afford to be uh, picky.
1: <laughs> well, they aren't. They—that is absolutely right. true. And speaking of which, uh, the news came down today uh, that Jimmy Graham—it's the Saints and it's Green Bay. So let's play the game, Dave. You are Jimmy Graham how much money more does green bay have to pay you to get you to go to fucking green bay and not go to new orleans cuz it's fucking <laughs> it's, it's cold in green bay
2: man <clears throat> um yeah probably a good amount and i mean not necessarily <laughs> just because it's cold and you have to play outdoors um but uh, just because you know you, you've been here in new orleans you're familiar with the situation um and what's gonna be expected of you and um you know, and then obviously socially and all that kind of stuff. So um I, I think as far as the off the field stuff is concerned, I think the that uh, the Saints have the edge there. But again, I, I just I'm I'm surprised. I'm I, I'm really surprised that this is even still a possibility, to be quite honest with you. Um but I guess that means that uh, you know w- the water has uh, gone under the bridge, so to speak. Um, and I, I but I, I'll be very surprised to see Jimmy Graham come back. I, I can say that.
1: Andrew, we and you were pumped today. We were getting I, that first thirty-five minutes of Frankie Agency was fucking amazing. When I yeah,
2: saw, yeah, and again, him, I would, I as a fan, I would love to see him
1: back. Di- Diana is, Russi, I, who is a who is a Saints, she's plugged in with saints news a lot she broke the she broke the cooks trade um she was like don't forget the saints they tried to get Butler Oops. last year uh I forget, I, i'm gonna butcher her name i'm pull her up on my twitter um Russi,
2: that doesn't sound right
1: uh Diane, diana Rusini. Russi, she broke the brandon Cooks uh-huh. trade she said hey don't forget the saints wanted malcolm butler last year they're still interested that came right after mm-hmm. they the news that they were that Graham was deciding between Green Bay and the Saints—it was an amazing forty-five minutes today. Um, <laughs> it, it, would just, it was. It would, it would be more amazing if they both signed. But Andrew, I mean, Jimmy Graham. I mean, I mean, if I'm him, like Green Bay. Yes, Aaron Rodgers is great and all that, but it's still a hypothetical. He knows he goes to the Saints, man. Unless he falls apart physically, he's going to have a good year. The Saints aren't going to let him waste away.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's tough on some level. Um, I feel like it's a no-brainer to come back to the Saints. I mean, I, I would think that Graham would want to see out Breeze's career. And, you know, I, in a lot of ways, I mean, it just felt feels like he never should have left. and you know, I think there's a little bit of a perspective now, you know, that, you know, there, there was the whole contract thing and he was unhappy about that. And then he got traded and then there was the tweet to Akeem Hicks. So he was obviously bitter for some time. Um, But, you know, I I think being in Seattle for a few years and not putting up the stats and, you know, not really, uh, you know, being in cold weather and just, being in an offense that wasn't really a good fit for him, and dude.
1: What the fuck was Seattle? Seriously, what the fuck was Seattle thinking? It's like they just they didn't use Graham in any of the ways the Saints did. Mostly.
0: Well, I, I think I think they felt like Graham would make Russell Wilson a better quarterback, and honestly, in some ways, he did. Um, but I just don't think Wilson is the kind of guy. And, and honestly, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, there's a Rogers has a little bit of, air, of of Wilson in him. I mean, I, I think yeah, he's a he hybrid. I, I, I mean, he's a hybrid. I would say between Breeze and and um, awesome. and Wilson, but you know, he's still a guy that likes to run around in the pocket and wait for the pocket to collapse and get out and and kind of backyard football. Wait for a guy to get open, and Graham Graham's style is best suited with Breeze, where Breeze is going to put the ball in a window where only you can catch it and no one else can. And as long as you go get that rebound and out-muscle it, you're, you're you know, and that, that's what Graham does really well, then you're you're going to put up monster stats. And, you know, I would say Rodgers is more of like a gunslinger downfield. He, I don't think he's fit the ball. He's not going to put the ball exactly where you need it like Breeze does. So, you know, I I think, you know, as much as, Brandon Cooks was a bad fit for Breeze. And I think Cooks would be a great receiver for a guy like Rodgers. I think Graham is, they're just made for each other. And, you know, at this stage of his career and you look at Brady with Gronk and you look at Brady without Gronk, like I just want to see Breeze have a receiver like this. I mean, I, I, and so there, there's so many reasons why Um, you look at the cap numbers. I mean, the saints have 32 million in space, the Packers have 17. So, Saints have more money to play with. Like if the Saints really want Graham to come, it's not gonna be a financial issue. Uh, not that <laughs> no,
2: yeah, probably. Yeah. But just to just the, just the uh, piggyback off of what Andrew said, you know, I, I think I think there's some you know, what did what did you say, Andrew? Uh realization or whatever. Um I, I think that I think there's Respectful. some of that on Perspective, yeah. I think there's probably some of that on both sides. I think maybe both. If this happens, if this is really a, a possibility, and they're really talking and they're really considering it, um, I, I think then then it's a situation where both sides have said, you know, what I, I made a mistake, you know, and, and I did this. And um, I also think, it, money aside, you know, I think if Peyton is willing to take Jimmy Graham back after potentially being uh, a little annoyed and, and miffed uh, when he was here, um, I would say that that's a sign that Sean Payton he doesn't give a shit. He really wants to fucking win. He knows yeah. having he knows having a guy like Jimmy Graham with Drew Brees this late in his yeah. career is is
0: is the move to make. He
2: and knows he Drew. He
0: knows he also knows Drew wants Jimmy back.
1: Yeah, right.
2: and he's he's willing to he's willing to let bygones be bygones.
1: And let's do the damn thing. <laughs> we got two years. Let's do the fucking damn thing. Yeah, and, and here's a here's the thing. The Saints clearly, you know, they we heard some we heard names of Malcolm Butler, we heard Jimmy Graham, but we also heard uh, the tight end. How do you say it? I'll butcher it, Andrew. It's Austin Jen-
0: Safarian Jenkins.
1: Austin Safarian Jenkins. So that tells me that the Saints have decided they are getting a fucking tight end. Yeah. And and it's it's like with Guard last year where they were in on Zietler, in on Zietler, and Zietler's like, no, I'm taking the money. I'm going to Cleveland. 20 minutes later, boom, Warford is done. So they're right, getting it. So it's, if
2: it's not Jimmy Graham, it's going to be Jenkins. It's going to be Jenkins. Jenkins.
1: And here's the thing. If I'm going to ride or die with the Saints and we're going all in, I want to go in, all in with Jimmy Graham because it's, it's fun. fun. Cause it's yeah. fun. It's nostalgic. I want I, that's, that's the way I want it. And if it blows up, it blows up. I don't care. I, it's more fun. I got the Jimmy Graham jersey. I can press it. I can iron it. We can be good to go. Uh, that's what I want. Um,
2: right, and, and 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 it's funny that you mentioned the, the nostalgic aspect of it because yes, it's nostalgic for fans, and we would all really love to see that. But you know, Sean Payton, he he understands that kind of shit. you know when he did the the Lion King
0: thing I never know, with the sneeze thing. I mean,
2: he's. I mean, Peyton, Peyton is a showman. and he, oh, he's he is. Just, just as much as he is a, a genius, a, a, an offensive genius on the football field and a great coach and great at time management, he's also pretty fucking good at putting on a show, giving the people what they want, and putting asses Give in the, the seats. the people what they
0: want. I mean, right? Yeah, well said, he, yeah. He, I mean... He, he, he,
2: he, it's, it's, it's football at the end of the day. It's definitely football. But he understands this is also entertainment and I, I, I think you're right. I think he, he, he definitely, that whole nostalgic thing and having and getting the band back together, uh, as he probably would say literally in those words. Um, I think all of that also just, you know, it, it, we mentioned it last week. It seemed like this past year, Sean Payton is starting to have a little more, he seems to be having more fun. Yeah, um, Definitely. And, uh, um, and 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 I, I think I think he could have a lot of fun with Jimmy Graham. I, I
0: think Graham would love to be with Ingram and Camara. Like I, I just like I think the whole vibe of him oh, being with be those sick. guys, like yeah, it'd be fun, man. And the oh defense, my God, Mike like, Thomas, yeah. And the yeah, thing I,
1: is. And the thing is, we talked about it a little bit last week, is you know, if Jimmy Graham goes God, to get myself hyped on this podcast. <laughs> if, Jimmy, if Jimmy if Jimmy Graham goes
2: up and walking around now, I'm like ready to put my head through a fucking ball. <laughs> if, Jimmy, if Jimmy
1: Graham but no, but Dave, that's a great point that you just made is if Jimmy Graham goes to Green Bay, Green Bay fans are gonna be like, Jimmy, you better catch 85 balls. You better have a thousand yards, you better be the fucking man like you were with the Saints, and if you ain't that it's going to be disappointing because we're paying you nine or 10 million. He comes to the Saints and he catches 65, 70 balls. He can, but
0: he can drop a few. He
1: can. yeah. It, but if it's 10 of them are on third down, that converts third down, the Saints are 11 and five and he's got 850 he
0: yards. A, he can miss a couple blocks.
1: Yeah. The Saints fans will be like, it's cool. <laughs> this, that's what Jimmy does, man. It's all good. And we'll be happy and we'll yeah. be excited if, Listen, as long as – Jimmy,
0: Jimmy could catch 20 balls, have an awful season – but if he dunks on the Fal- Falcons, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that that's worth the price of admission alone. <laughs> and, and listen, listen, man, I, look. If I'm Jimmy Graham, you know what I'm doing. If I'm Jimmy Graham, I'm telling Loomis right now. Look, I'm signing with you guys. I want to come back. I didn't know what I had, and I miss it. And Sean Payton's a genius, and I know that he can make me good again, and or you know, superstar again. And I know Drew can. Be, make me a superstar again, and I want to win a Super Bowl with you guys. But two conditions number one, no trade clause because I don't <laughs> want you guys doing that shit to me again. And number two, you have to, when you sign me, you have to publicly state that you never should have traded me to begin with. <laughs> oh, I that thought your thing good. was
1: going to be I get to dunk on Atlanta.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, num- and number three, no. Sean can't get mad at me when I get a 15 yard penalty in Atlanta. Dunk. Those are my three stipulations.
1: Dunk on Atlanta to make the score twenty-eight to three. To Saints Twitter will just spontaneously combust. Um. So, you know, free agency starts at four on Wednesday. We we are,
0: would have like a Charles Manson like group suicide because we'd be <laughs> like, there 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 would be nothing left to live for. Like we just, we just saw Jimmy Graham dunk on the Falcons. In their own stadium to make it twenty-eight-three, we'd just be like, "We don't even need to see the Super Bowl title this year. We're good."
1: We'd be like, "Lord, take us now. It's we've reached, <laughs> we've reached peak, we've reached peak Saints enjoyment. <laughs> you can take me now." And it, this totally makes up for the Minnesota game. Um,
0: that Charles Manson reference was pretty dark, by the way. I'm it sorry, was dark. Yeah, that um, was weird. That was a little weird. So <laughs> I final, probably should have picked something different.
1: Final thoughts on uh, as we get to free agency. uh, We'll get to questions, but uh, it, it, do you think uh, – has any – Dave, has today changed anything that you thought last week, like that they're going to do stuff the first hour? Did, did today make you change any of your ideas and like what's going to happen on Wednesday by like 6 o'clock?
2: Dave? um You know, the only thing that's changed, maybe if any, is, you know, I expected them to get one, maybe two, you know, big, flashy free agents um, early on. You know, the only thing that's changed is maybe I think they'll get
0: three. Um, But other than that, uh, no. Uh, Andrew? Get your popcorn out. Oh boy. Get your popcorn out because, you know, all those fans that are like, oh, the Saints have figured it out now and they're building through the draft. Holy and shit. They're, they're not going to be uh, irresponsible with their money. Look, Loomis <laughs> hasn't had this much cap space like in years, yeah. pretty much since he blew it up with Jairus Bird. OK, and if you think for one second that he's learned, he's look learned. at look, look at what they're poking. At. I mean, it. Free agency. They didn't even have. Given, they didn't even have this much cap space when they signed Jarius Boot. That's what was so shocking about it. I Look, think. They, they've already <laughs> given. Like, Where the fuck did they get this money? They've I already know. given Kirk Coleman the keys. They've already given Kirk Coleman the keys to the Corvette. They've <laughs> already ho- they've already hosted Wilkerson. That they're, they're already poking around Jimmy Graham and <laughs> corner hashtag, and free agency is forty eight hours away. All right. So if you don't think Loomis is going to come out. With a double pistol, mowing people down. All right, and he's gonna be—he's gonna be like Ducktales, and he's gonna have these rooms filled Ooh. with gold coins. And he's gonna—he's gonna let players dive off of the high board into the coins and you spit them out of out of their mouth like water, and they're just gonna be swimming in gold coins. And Loomis is just—he's gonna spend. All right, And it's not just going to be the draft. He's going to come out guns blazing. And like I said, I don't know who the Saints are going to sign. They might lose out on System Corner. They might lose out on Graham. But they're going to sign some dudes. Yeah, it's they, happening.
1: Here, here's a great question from Brian. Uh, is Sue, because and Sue is getting cut by the Dolphins.
0: How, how do you say his name right? I don't know. like seriously of all the players. Like you, you can't even say like <laughs> you, you can barely say Michael Thomas.
1: <laughs> but, but Dominican Sue rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it's
0: th- I mean, <laughs> I don't get it anyway. It's, it's,
1: it's weird. Uh, so he's getting cut. I don't know. My wife is just, she's like, I don't even know what the fuck the dolphins are doing. It doesn't my make it, they're just The dolphins plan is we're going to get better by getting rid of all our good players. Um, so they're cutting Sue, but here's here's a great question. Is signing Sue or system Cor- system corner the bigger YOLO move?
0: Andrew. Sue. I mean as much as like at this point I'm all in with system corner just cuz of like the jokes and I mean, you know this is a year in the making and and battling with people on Facebook and I, or sorry, t-shirt. on Twitter, and we, we, we would get, get t- T-shirts made and all that. So, like, I really want that to happen. But if I'm being honest with myself, the product on the field and that – I just feel like he's a good player. He'd be a really nice addition. But, like, Sue is a game changer even now, even at his ha- at his age. I, I feel like he's the defense
1: – He's been really good for the Dolphins. The thing is you – they pay him 20 fucking million. dollars. Unless you're a defense, if you're a defensive right. tackle, unless you're getting fifteen fucking sacks a year, you're not worth twenty million dollars. But it doesn't mean that he has he's he's still a top five defensive fucking tackle. It's just a defensive tackle can't change your franchise. I don't give a fuck who they are, um, you know. But for the but same, yeah,
0: I, I would take Sue. And you know, for for all those people out there that are like, oh, he's a locker room cancer, and I disagree. I everything I've heard is how ridiculously smart he is and that his teammates like him and it's more just like um, he's just ultra competitive
1: Uh, Dave Johnny asks uh, how many minutes after the podcast is finished will Drew Brees sign with the Saints
2: Uh, how long does it take you to upload it
1: Uh, about 15 minutes uh,
2: about twelve minutes. Twelve minutes. he will <laughs> sign in twelve minutes. What time is it now? It's uh, nine fifty-eight. Uh, yeah, I'd say like ten, ten, eleven, ten,
1: twelve. So this is from Cali, uh, reclined, Andrew. Let's say the Saints get Graham, system corner, and or Colvin. He's a he's a corner. Uh, he can be a slot corner as well, and basically yep. fill all the glaring needs. Uh, Who do they pull? What do they pull the trigger at at twenty seven?
0: Quarterback. Wait, so they're getting (laughs) they're getting Graham and system corner? Yeah. Uh, well, pass rush, I I would think. Well, I, I I mean, I I still think Loomis is going to want to do enough from free agency. That if they got got
1: Graham system corner and Wilkerson, what would they do at twenty seven?
0: Yeah, I could see quarterback. Honestly, I could see tight end. I, I just I don't think adding Graham is going to stop the Saints from like if Hayden Hurst is there and they really like him like I just, I think they would take him. I really, I really think Loomis wants to try to make his team as good as possible so that when he when it comes to the draft like if a tight end's there, if a quarterback's there, like whatever, they're going to take him.
1: You know, and I know it it seems insane, but and and I think this guy will be gone, and I know Ellis. Uh, Saints don't draft LSU players but Mark Ingram only has one more year left on his deal he's a free agent after this year I could see this if Geis is there at 27 (laughs) I could see the Saints taking Geis and Mickey Loomis saying look we drafted Deuce when we had Ricky Williams at a different time when you had a feature back Deuce was basically redshirted his first year we might not re-sign more I mean so I can see them going a lot of different ways at twenty-seven if they if they fill a bunch of holes. But if, that's how the Saints operate. They they're going to fill as much as they can in free agency, and then it opens up their draft board so they're not they don't have to do. Um, I just
0: they- think I think when you look at Kamara and you look at uh, K- what Kareem Hunt did in Kansas City, I just think you'd have to be crazy to pick a running back in the first round. Like I know Fournette was a good pick for the Jags, and I know. Uh, yeah. Who's the other guy that's good? Uh, I'm blanking. Um, yeah. Or, or the Penn State guy this year, Sankey. I mean, that that that's that's going to be a nice guy to to add for some team. And Ezekiel Elliott was a good first round pick, but I just think there, if there's any position in the league where you can wait till the third or fourth round to get someone that's just going to be dynamic, and it, it's running back.
1: Yeah, and the know? thing is, to be fair, Deuce when they picked him, they had won the playoff game. And they they said Deuce was top seven on their board, so they were just like, we have to, we have to yeah, we have fun, to fucking take I, him. I just, so I don't know that guys would I'm be that an NFL that
0: high. team, like i I would have a policy, standing policy, in, to not take a running back before the third round.
1: Uh, Dave, this is Ever. this is from Don. Uh, he asked if Drew Brees signs with another team, which bourbon pairs well with heroin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I do not drink bourbon or whiskey. Or scotch, so I
0: could. I am the worst person to ask. Bleach. He knows. He knows. Uh, he knows. No. Now, that's right.
1: That's right. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Um, if Breeze leaves, will Peyton buy his Jimmy Johns and walk-ons? That's Peyton Manning. No, dude. If Breeze leaves, all his little empire in New Orleans goes to shit. Book that.
0: I heard Pete Ening said all his uh, Papa John's. steaks and Papa John's.
1: Yeah. Um, ooh, this is a good we, – we're going dis- to discuss this right now, but we'll discuss it later. Patrick asks, speaking of dirty players like Sue, who was the dirtiest Saints player of all time? I mean, that's a tough one. You got mm-hmm. so you got Turley. Turley was dirty. Helmet tosser. Um, Charles Bentley. But Charles Bentley was dirty. A, a sneaky dirty player who Jim Hazlitt loved was Lamont Hall. That dude was dirty. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. I'm trying to think of a... You know who was pretty dirty? Steve Gleason. (laughs) Yeah. But Gleason, (laughs) he had it. I'll never forget when he was at the bottom of a pile one time and he just punched a guy in the groin. Well,
1: I mean, he had to do what he had to do because he was a tiny little dude.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you have to have a little bit of a screw loose to be a gunner and be that small and be be as good as he was. But he, he was a little bit... He was a little dirty.
1: Here's an interesting question from Avery, and I'll Dave, you answer, and then Andrew, you can answer. Well. Avery asks: Jimmy Graham return or system corner? You can only have one.
0: Oh, Jimmy oh, Graham. Why don't Jimmy do Graham?
2: To me. But Jimmy what about Graham
0: for sure, man. And what about the t shirts mm-hmm. Dave? Screw the t-shirt. All right, Jimmy Graham. All right.
1: It... it, it I got to go system corner. I, I can't. I can't give up. The, I can't give up the dream. And I know, I know that Jimmy Graham can help him on third day and blah, 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 blah. I can't give up the dream. And what I was know-
0: that thing on Twitter like six months ago? It was like you have to give up one of steak, sex, and beer. I think yeah. that's what it was.
1: I will give up all that before I give up system corner dreams. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <sighs>
1: um, Dude, this is a good J- –
0: You know what I just realized? Like, someone could be listening to our podcast for the very first time tonight, and we've gone the whole podcast just saying System Corner. (laughs) They don't even know. They would have no (laughs) idea that we're talking about Malcolm Butler. Yeah,
1: good, good point. (laughs) We need to start doing that system, hashtag System Corner, aka Malcolm Butler, for the newbies. For the newbies. We don't want to be a cult. We love our hardcore fans. We want to have a big, inclusive tent here. James asked, This is a great question. Dave, if the Saints. What would you do if the Saints somehow got Jimmy Graham, Sue, and System Corner? That'd
2: be uh, fucking amazing. What would dude. I do what would I do? Yeah,
1: what uh, would you do?
0: I mean you'd have to run naked on Breeze's lawn and scream Super Bowl, right? I'd take a
1: <laughs> I'd take a PTO take a PTO day and get drunk in my bathtub with bourbon. <laughs>
2: I don't know what I would do. Buy a very fancy, expensive beer and then chug
1: it. You know what I would do? When when we found out about it, I wouldn't answer my phone when Andrew called me, and I would just play the voicemail that he would leave over and over and <laughs> over again because it would probably be phenomenal. It would be the new podcast open. Wouldn't it, Andrew?
0: Uh, yes, it would. It would. I'd be telling you to book tickets now to the Super Bowl. <laughs>
1: This is a good. This is a good non-football uh, question. But they, since Dave, you don't watch many movies, I don't know if you can answer it. Ryan asked, "What's the worst movie you've ever seen?"
2: Oh, the worst movie that I've ever seen.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, man, that's tough. You'd I saw to Battlefield.
1: I saw Battlefield Earth in the theater with John
0: Travolta. Battle. Yeah, that that movie was so bad. That
1: movie was bad. Mister Wrong was bad. Um, I fell asleep in one of the Lord of the Rings when the tree came to life, but I, I would say Battlefield Earth is pretty Plan funny. Plan
2: 9 from Outer Space? Yeah. Isn't that the worst movie ever made?
1: Maybe. I, Andrew, worst movie. I would say Battlefield Earth. I, talking really about hate, I really the hated the,
0: the original Twin Peaks. The that movie. wasn't a movie. Yeah, it was. No, no, it movie, was. Movie. It there yeah. was.
1: It was a show and then a movie. Yeah, it was.
0: Wow. That was such a Dave. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. i wish kevin was here to just rail you for that day <laughs> yeah.
1: kevin come home um so that about wraps it up uh we of course will have uh maybe mini podcast maybe a special live show if the saints do crazy shit
0: what about a fish called wanda was that maybe terrible No. No, I mean the thing is though it's
1: very Monty Python ish, and if you don't like Monty Python, you
0: won't. What about like Billy Crystal? Wasn't he in some movies that were just trash?
1: Dude, he's he has some fucking trash movie. Forget Paris is trash. Forget
0: (laughs) Paris. There you go. That's my answer. And he has some good movies
1: too, but he has a lot of trash movie. Analyze this. I don't care what people say, that's a trash movie. Forget Uh,
0: Paris is my answer. (laughs) Forget Paris is your answer. Uh, I've seen that movie and it is atrocious.
1: Godfather Three is. Is a fucking <laughs> atrocious movie, but I didn't see that at the theater, so I don't know if it qualifies. So anyway, so if not, if if if, if crazy shit happens, uh, we'll go live before next week. What? But
0: which Matrix was it that turns into a huge music video?
1: I don't know. I never saw. I think, the think,
0: Matrix. It, was a, I think it was the second one I, but never that saw, one.
1: I never saw the Matrix movies.
0: I don't know that I would say that was the worst because the Matrix movies are cool, but like that that one was bad. <laughs> Very disappointing. Yeah. So uh, the last Indiana Jones where they oh, go oh the alien, last fucking dare. where they go all alien
1: yeah that's bad what that's
0: yeah. what Indiana Jones was that <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't watch movies it's like it was the Indian it was like the modern Indiana Jones yeah it, it, where they try to go with, like sci fi
2: with Harrison
1: Ford
0: yeah well he yeah. was old but yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: wasn't it there like a young? Then they introduce a new yeah, Indiana a though. Yeah, it's
1: Shay or whatever his name
0: is. Shay oh, LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Yeah, he yeah. was like he was like oh, the, the yeah, young yeah. Indiana. Rob, my and wife like, nominates Rob Zombies. My of a thousand my corpse.
1: Corpses. So yeah, we might have to do just a Ro- rant. Rob
0: Zombie is in the running for worst album ever. I'm yeah. sure.
1: That's uh we might have to do that as like a weird June podcast where we don't have any Saints news at all.
0: Just I used to love uh, White Zombie, a huge fan of their first two albums. And then I saw Rob Zombie. This is after he left White Zombie and started his solo career. And I saw him on a TV show do Brick House with Lionel Richie. Oh, my God. It sounds I, like I a Saturday I
1: lost, Night Live skit come to life. I lost
0: all respect for him at that very moment it was the worst thing i had ever seen
1: my wife hates rob zombie cuz she my hates, wife. she hates men with my beards. Wife. she hates men with beards and his beard she finds it just disgusting to like the nth degree you guys
0: should go you guys should seriously after this podcast go google lionel richie rob zombie brick house you should watch it it's it's the most embarrassing thing ever
1: i don't know i wish i w- I do this show every single week.
0: It's so. just like a thrash metal dude, like trying to do, like, you know, a '70s disco funk tune with, with Lionel Richie, and it's just—it's comical. Yeah. You really got to check it out. <sighs>
1: This this show started out great. We peaked, and now we're off the rails. So <laughs> we're talking about. But Rob. all
0: listeners should go do that, and then tweet me and tell me what you thought. It should. I want to hear what you. I want to hear what you thought about that, and tell me I'm not right. Andrew, fire awful. up
1: fire up a poll right now, and I'll retweet it from the show. Uh- Twitter account so uh, we'll be around this week the Saints are going to do shit Andrew explained it earlier Loomis has a billion dollars of cap space they're doing crazy shit we'll be dollar
0: back dollar bills y'all <laughs>
1: we're gonna be doing stuff we'll be back on there this week uh, but until then the bar is closed